Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature adult audiences only. Neither of us are licensed professionals. These thoughts and opinions are our own, and they should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram or our website at American-Poly.com, where you can check out our blog, leave comments, ask questions, or become a Patreon member and get exclusive access to even more Julie and Matt. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Hello, Matt. Well, hi, Julie. How are you this evening? I'm doing really good. How about yourself? I'm good, thank you. Good. Are you ready for our talk? I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell our listeners our topic tonight? Anything goes? N- no. N- no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, we're going to be talking about boundaries. A big, big conversation for this lifestyle. It is a huge conversation. Right? Oh, I love it. I love it when we ask a new couple, what are your boundaries? And they say, oh, we don't have any. No, we're good. And then I'm like, hmm, so I can tie you up and, you know, get out my instruments of torture? That's okay? Yeah, that would be okay with them. They don't have any boundaries. (laughs) Or we can just, like, tag team. Right? Exactly. So there are boundaries. And I think that... uh, it warrants a very good conversation about developing them, maintaining them, what happens when they don't mesh up, what happens yeah. when people change their boundaries mid-relationship, mid, mid relationship. things like that happen. We've had that happen before. All the above. Yeah. So. so to kind of get started with the conversation, do you think that it's important for people to talk about uh, their boundaries in their relationship? Yes. Like couples, I mean, individually, kind of like, because I know that you have some boundaries that perhaps I don't have. Right. Well, my body's different than yours. Yeah. I mean, I I have boundaries as well. Right. I I think that boundaries are the foundation of your your play. When you begin to play in the lifestyle, they're kind of that building block foundation that you talk about along with, you know, your security levels, what you want, what you don't want, your expectations. Boundaries should be part of that conversation. You should discuss together what's okay, what's not okay. And be creative. Make sure you think about all the different scenarios because there are so many scenarios that right. are gonna come up. I mean, so, I know this This has happened to you and I before. We've actually met people and they're like, well, we're not kissing. We, we're, not a, we're not a kissing couple. You can mm-hmm. do anything else. We can do anything else you wanna do but we're, we, we feel like kissing is very intimate. And I don't, I don't want to downplay their mm-hmm. boundary or anything, but I know, speaking for you and I, it is... It's something that we don't want to give up and play. Right. I, right. I mean, we both kind of like really enjoy kissing. And well, it kind yeah. of leads to... It's like the good stuff. Uh, 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 right, you know? exactly. Yeah. How did that go again? Uh, uh, uh. What, what, what is that? Are you a bear? No, that's just kind of like, you know, getting the motor started. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get everything Matt's up. a John boat over here. He's getting his motor started. <laughs> no, no, no. That's motor boating. <laughs> oh, my God. And so it starts, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. So it starts. 
So yeah, there are times when your boundaries aren't going to mesh up. But I think that if you are new to the lifestyle or if you've been in it in a while and you just haven't had this conversation, it's easier to start with what you don't want. Everyone knows what they don't like. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't want to have deep emotional bonds. I, or I do want to have those or, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing anal, right? That could be one of your boundaries. So exactly. Everyone has limits and everyone has things that they just don't want to do or things that you like, but maybe you don't want to share them with anybody, but your primary partner. That's very true. So start with what you don't want, build up to what you want. Well, I and, think it's easier that way. Well, I think, too, is, you know, the longer that you're in the lifestyle, um, you know, or maybe you set boundaries right off the get go and you're like, hey, I, I kind of want to change that. And you can yes. if you have those conversations together. Absolutely. So we have a few boundaries. We thought we would share some of ours. Yeah. That way our listeners can kind of get an idea of, you know, some common. I think ours are kind of on the common side. We don't have anything too too out there or too crazy, but we wanted to kind of share a few of ours so that you would see some examples of what we consider and what a lot of people will consider to be a boundary. I guess this part would be mostly for people who are newer. So Um, we have a boundary where we prefer when we first meet a new couple and the first time that we're going to be intimate with them, we like to stay in the same room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that comes from experience of not doing that and things going south and I didn't know what was happening with Matt and he didn't know what was happening with me and yeah. Yeah, after the fact we're like, you wouldn't believe what just happened. Right, and so we decided, you know, eventually would we maybe go separate room after we've known a couple for a while, maybe. Oh yeah. And and we have for sure, but when the, in the beginning, yeah. we're, we're mean, definitely same room. Um, as previously mentioned, I mean, we are a kissing couple. So if we meet another mm-hmm. couple that is like not into kissing at all, and that's pretty much, you know, uh, okay, thank you. It's yeah. nice meeting you guys it, tonight. Yeah, so. and it can be, yeah, they're wonderful, but not not our time. So yeah. we, we have a rule about BDSM play. We don't right. go too far with anything too crazy until we really know people. Do we both like a little bit of that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. But that's something that you work up to, not yeah, something I mean, that either one of us feel comfortable giving that kind of trust level with people that we have not known that long. Right. And when we say light, we mean like vanilla light in the BDSM world. I mean, somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I think it's a little risque, but probably not for somebody who's like on felt life. But, you know, that's okay. That's true. Right. Yeah, I mean, for, yeah. I, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, exactly. They they probably think, wow, I mean, you, you consider that BDSM. We don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want you wearing one of those. It's just weird. Yeah. Just not, not for you. It's not for it's not it's it's not weird. I mean, if you're into it, that's cool. I mean, I get it, but I'm it's not it's not for me. Well, maybe it's just that you don't find it sexy and erotic. No, I saw Pulp Fiction. I'm seriously, it's not for me. Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, baby doll. There you go. <laughs> so those are a couple examples. Um, I'm I actually have a no anal boundary. Right. And that's I, I, again. A trust thing. It's not that I wouldn't go there with a trusted partner. It's that until I know you and until we really have developed quite a rapport and I can trust that you will take things slow or take things the way that I want them, then that's probably off the table. Is, I think it's the other way around. What? I think you're, you're be the one doing the taking. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. What on earth is in that cup? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> Lunch break lemonade. No. <laughs> my goodness, Matt is in a mood tonight. I am a little, I'm a little Wow. Saucy, I'm telling you. So here's a good question. Here's a here's something to think about. Your boundaries are going to change over time. Like we just explained, some of ours are really boundaries that we have in place for when we meet new people. And as we develop that rapport, we might change. We so, might be like, okay, separate room is okay now. Yeah. So can you give us? Can you give our listeners an example of boundaries that have changed? So originally, I think we were we in the past. This has happened. This is why our mm-hmm. boundaries of same room play exist now mm-hmm. when we first start out because we've had in the past we've done separate room play mm-hmm. and well we kind of when we first started were kind of like we it didn't matter to us we we kind of were like we're not really particular one way or the other right so we would just kind of let the other couple make that determination whatever their comfort level was because we really didn't think that it mattered that much but then after a couple of bad experiences now we're kind of like no we prefer and this is this is something that we need in the beginning. Right. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, we I mean, and that's that changed for us. It did. So, it did. I and mean, we had to sit down and talk about it. Yeah. And it's actually something that I came to Matt with and I was like, look, you know, we've had these couple experiences that that really weren't fabulous. And I really, you know, would feel way more comfortable if we took a different approach and stayed together, at least until we have built up because in the beginning, you, you're gonna you're gonna meet a couple, either meet online or at a meet and greet. You're gonna go out for drinks a couple times. You're gonna have a play session or two. That's you know that first couple of play sessions. It's you're still getting to know that person. Yeah. You don't know them yet. And right. so now six months from down the road, if you're still friends with benefits and you're still playing, that might be a different story. Right. So, Absolutely. I mean, and you have a better understanding of their body and what they're into and kind of mm-hmm. you can you can more freely express kind of, hey, I'd, I'd really like to try this with you or I'd, right. I'd really like to be able to bring you. I know you have this fantasy and I want to help fulfill that. Exactly. Exactly. But you have built a relationship and not, I'm not I don't necessarily mean a romantic or loving relationship. It can be whatever kind. I mean, a friends with benefits relationship, a rapport it could be loving. It could not be loving, depending on which path you're going with your swinging. But you have you have gotten to know this person. You know what kind of lover they are. You know what kind of playmate they are. So you can then start to approach those boundaries if you want to change them, because you you have an idea of what that person's going to be like. Yes. So. <laughs> that was wordy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, so is it? Now we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but is is it okay for if a boundary makes the play a go or no go? Are you comfortable with a couple's boundaries when you first meet them? I think it depends. I mean, if you meet a couple and they have a hard line boundary of something that you know you want to have when you play, or it could be a hard line boundary about communication. Like right. we have been with couples that there is no solo communication. The only communication is all in a group. Everybody has to know everything. And I understand why they would have that. I think for a lot of couples, that's just that kind of transparency that they really need. Yeah. But for some people, that might be a no-go. They may need the one-on-one. 
to build the rapport. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, those can be bound, those kind of boundaries. It's not, it, it isn't always just sexual. Sometimes your boundaries are, and we've met couples before that their boundary was no emotion. They did not want to develop any kind of emotional attachment. Yeah, it was just strictly let's play and that's it. Play in it. And, but they wanted to repeat. They yeah. wanted it to be repetitive, but they didn't want to have any kind of emotional attachment to that to it, to anybody yeah i mean I, I understand i understand that i mean they wanted to be connected to themselves mm -hmm. but at the same time i mean we're, we're getting naked and we're, right i mean there's like body my... parts connecting and stuff like that and i mean it's kind of like well i'm gonna have some type of emotional connection with a you. little bit yeah. yeah i mean even if i just want to be able to like the people that i play with you know like i want to have a nice strong liking for those people right yeah <laughs> so like i want to think of them as somebody that I have, have that I care about, whether that care is a friendship care or whether that care develops into more than that. I mean, obviously I'm polyamorous, so sometimes it does develop into more, but for someone who is going to right out of the right, when you first meet them say, we don't want to ever form any emotional attachment, that's probably not going to be a couple that I want to pursue. Right. You know, because I mean, I, that's happened to us once, but I, well, I mean, it's happened to us before mm -hmm. where we actually played with a couple and like after it was done, it was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to wave at you as you walk out the door. And Yeah, that was weird. That was really strange. Not even like, we can't wait till we do this again. Or it was, it was odd, but it you know, odd. and it, it didn't start that way, but it sure finished that way. So yeah. um, interesting. But so also things can come up like what happened, what would happen if, I had a boundary that I wanted upheld, but Matt was like, oh, I don't really think that's important. Ooh. Right? Like, you have to make room to meet in the middle. You do, but you, I mean, you, you, that's something that you, I mean, it's, it's not a fly of the moment, though, conversation either. Mm -mm, no, you got to no. have it. I think you have to talk about why that boundary is important. Yes. To the person who wants it. And the other person has to say why they feel like it's not necessary or that they don't want it. Oh, I, can I bring up an example? Because yeah. it just kind of popped in my head. Did it? So we, we actually had a couple approach us. So we are very pro-condom, and that's one of our boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, we had a couple approach us about, um, you know, potentially like no condoms. Like fluid bonding. I, I, it's such a, I don't, it's, I, don't, I hate that term. <laughs> I really do. I mean, it just like, I picture motor oil and like, I don't know. That's okay. The first time, did I ever tell you the story? The first time, I didn't even know what that was. And I, I was still, uh, I was still in my, living in my triad. I went out to dinner with someone on a first date and he, we were talking about boundaries. We are talking about the things that, uh, we were looking for in potential partners, potential play partners. And he, I said, well, um, I'm pro condom. And he goes, oh, are you, are you fluid bonded? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, you use condoms in your triad too? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's, he's like, I'm confused. And I'm like, I am too. What's fluid bonding? Yeah. Because literally I had this idea that that involved blood. 
That was, yeah. I don't know why my head went there, but I, or, like, or me peeing on someone. I'm not exactly sure. I, so I'm picturing in my head, you know, like you, you see these old uh, like Westerns and stuff where they take their, take yes. the knife and cut yeah, their hand right. open and grab each other's hand. Yeah, and, uh, yeah like, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, it was really horrible. And the look on my face must have been pretty bad because he's like, no, 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 no. That's not what that means. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> no one's cutting anybody, lady. Yeah. <laughs> Put that steak knife down. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was an, <laughs> I know, right? That's the kind of, those are the kind of escapades that Julie gets into. <laughs> yeah. But we did have a, a couple approaches about that, a couple that we play with often. Yeah. And there was a conversation there. I was kind of leaning towards, Maybe this would be okay. Right. And Matt was like, I don't want to do that. Uh, well, I was like, I didn't say that right off the, off the get-go. I just was like. Um, oh, no, no, no. I meant you. No. Yeah, when, I mean, you I, would never say it like that. No, no, no. I mean, I just, I mean, it took me a while to think about it. It took me mm-hmm. a while to go, you know, I, I, do I really want this? Right. And, and then, then we had a long conversation about it. And yeah. then Julie was nice enough to kind of explain her point of view and where she was at with things. And. I kind of explained my point of view and where, where I was at with things. And we kind of met in the middle a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we eventually decided that that yeah. was a bond. The two of us wanted to share yeah. and continue to share a little longer. Right. And we would maybe address it again a year down the road and see how we felt maybe six months to a year down the road and, yeah. and see if we still felt the same way or if, cause you know, Things do change. Right. I so. just wanted to give a little bit more time and see where we were at a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't saying no. I, I said, you know, I, I, if I recall correctly, I was like, I'm, it, I'm not opposed to the idea. I just want to wait a little longer and see yeah. where things are. Yeah. So that's kind of where we left it. But that's a prime example of a boundary that we had where one partner was thinking one way, the other partner thinking the other way. And you have to come together, communicate and meet in the middle. Yeah. And talk about it. So hypothetically speaking, uh, if if that would have if, if that would have been something different where you came to me and you were like, hey, I definitely want this. And I would have been like, well, I don't I'm not ready for that. Then I think that would be a situation where I'd want to talk about maybe why I really wanted it yeah. so that you could understand my point of view, my perspective. Sure. And you could tell me why you were against it. And that explanation may shed light on our feelings right Right. if you knew why i wanted it so much or if i knew why you were so against it that would probably shape one of our perspectives and we would find our middle ground well i could just see that i could see this happening in in other scenarios Mm -hmm. where here again hypothetically speaking you're like hey i i want to you know three guys at once well a girl doesn't come Uh, on (laughs) but i mean and you know i mean here again, it's a hypothetical situation, but it'd be like, well, I don't, I don't know that I trust three people that we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that might be a situation where I would say, when the opportunity presents itself, right, is this something that we would ev- that you would ever feel comfortable if the right people were involved? Yeah, I mean, and I think that's the important thing is just talking, talking to your partner or partners, and really defining what what your boundaries are, mm-hmm. and like, well, okay. Well, this scenario was coming up here. Mm-hmm. And give and, a little bit of grace. And give a little bit of grace. Yeah, that's you know. really what it comes down to is is right. have that have that little bit of empathy for each other and know that, you know, 
there's always going to be middle ground if you can talk it through. Yeah, but at the, least that's how we feel. <laughs> yeah, well, I think too, it's it's important to remember though in the lifestyle you can get into a situation really quickly, whether you're at a at an event or a hotel takeover or a house party or or whatever the case may be, where you may not have the ability to talk to your partner right on that very moment. Right, and that's I think that's a case where if you are presented with the option for something and it's a and it's a boundary i would err on the side of caution and and know that if that opportunity presented itself once it probably will again exactly. it's not worth breaking a boundary over no i mean because there's been people you know right. getting into serious arguments over the fact that hey you did you did this when I and we we specifically said no yes. and now you just we've seen couples get into really very very ugly scenes over a broken boundary in the heat of the moment and I would I would caution our listeners to put your primary relationship first yes always I, yeah we would so. advise you to put your right. primary relationship not that first. we know everything and we're not perfect and we make mistakes too but right that's what we always try to keep in mind so uh yeah but i think another thing to be aware of with boundaries is if you have multiple play partners and you have three or four couples that you you know occasionally see and that you play with it's a good thing to refresh because people's boundaries are different and sometimes you just want to make sure that you're being respectful absolutely you know like refresh them with yourselves and then you know, if you're especially if you're going to do anything outside of the norm, if it's going to be a new type of play or if it's going to be a new scenario, you might want to say, hey, we're still this way. Right. We're still you still want this, but you don't want this. Right. And there's no harm in that. That's just being conscientious of someone's of someone's lines. Don't they call that a conscientious lover? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. You should have a shirt that says that because you're so good at that. Being conscientious or a lover. Both. Oh, Aww. I can have one on the front and one on the back. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But in the same token, remember that it's up to the boundary maker to enforce and uphold their boundary. It is. And, you know, I mean, there are times that you're going to be in an event and you're, you know, you're going to meet somebody and you may not get a chance to talk about their boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, That's happened before. And not so much with like for us with like full-on full-swap play, but with soft-swap, with like kissing and making out and touching and that kind of thing. And so you, especially if someone has a no-kissing boundary or a no-touching or doesn't like to be split up from their partner and their partner's talking to somebody else and people have interesting communication boundaries too. So sometimes you can accidentally cross something and not even know you crossed it. Well, and that's not on you. That happened to us, right? It did. I mean, we were with a couple, and they actually had a, uh, they had a boundary. Like, well, their boundaries constantly changed. <laughs> they did. Yeah. This they week, were. Yeah. This oh, week wow. you can touch me with, you know. You can go this far this week, and the next week, okay, now you can go, you know, a little bit, a little bit further, and now yeah. kissing is okay, but no tongue, and now tongue is okay, but no making out, and. It yeah. was it was exhausting to keep up with. That's why we. That's kind of where we made that whole uh, rule about refresh. Yeah. <laughs> Matt would literally ask me in the car, "Okay, we're good with this, this, and this, right?" I'm like, "I think so." <laughs> yeah. So that was that was a rough one, but it was. But so I had a scenario one time where I, we. Keep, I feel like we keep circling around kissing, but there there was a couple that 
I had met with my ex and one of their boundaries was no kissing. And we were all at a bar and the husband and I went to the bar. We were like at an event and the husband and I went to the bar to get new drinks for our partners. And so we're standing at the bar. It's very loud. And I had leaned in a couple times to hear him talk. And so they made, a, they made it very clear that kissing was not on the table and would never be on the table. And about the third or fourth time I leaned in, he leaned towards me and kissed me. And I kind of backed up and I was a little shocked and surprised. Now he had had a couple of drinks and it was a brief, very brief kiss on the lips, but that was on him. I didn't kiss him. I was leaning in to hear what he was saying. And I had already done that multiple times because it was so loud in there. But that's a scenario where that was up to him to maintain that boundary. And you can't control what someone else does. This is very true. So you have to keep that in mind going forward. Yeah. And it really did cloud my judgment of him because that's the first thing that he did when he was away from his partner. Yeah. Now, did did that make you change your... I bet you that really made you question. It did. It made me question how far he would take things every time he was away from his wife. And so I was like, you know, but again, newer couple, we actually ended up not not having a swap with them. We we went out a couple of times, realized that we weren't really compatible. And that was kind of the end of that. But yeah. it's just an example of how it can be really it really is on that person. If you have that boundary, if you set it and then you tell somebody else, this is my boundary, and then you break it, that they're going to look at you and be like, what? Right. You know, and they're going to feel, they might feel guilty or they might feel like they did something wrong. Yeah. I mean, did so you, were you, did I was you just shocked yeah. and kind of confused. Yeah. So, well, I know that like that one, the one couple that we played with, that the boundaries were constantly changing. I was always questioning, well, I would, I would have to ask her, is this okay? Is this okay? You know, I mean, right. it's kind of like, it, it kind of was a little bit of a mood killer for me a little bit mm -hmm. of having to constantly reaffirm where we were at. <laughs> right. you know? I'm going to kiss you now. Is that okay? Yeah. I'm going to touch your hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to be romantic when you're, yeah. <laughs> and, and what's the word? Spon like spontaneous, not spontaneous, no, but just like, just, it, um, like more, um, in the, floor, in the groove. In the groove. Yeah. Like, you know, get yeah. your, get your, your, uh, game, my groove on. Your game. Yeah. What do you call that? Your, um, oh, I've got it. I can't, I can't, I can't think of what it is. There's like a phrase I'm trying to think of and I can't think of what it is. Oh, well. Mojo. Mojo. Maybe that's it. There you go. Your I was mojo. working my mojo. And yeah. I was just like, is this mojo okay? Is this mojo okay? <laughs> in that tone of voice? No, I think it was a little bit higher. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> so, okay. What happens when a boundary gets broken? Oh my goodness. Right? Yeah. And we kind of touched on this a few, a few minutes ago with, we've seen couples, you know, where they. Well, it can be very devastating. Yes. We, we, we've actually seen couples completely back out of the lifestyle. Yeah. Over a broken boundary. Yeah. And. Seen relationships fall apart because yes, of it. Mm -hmm, exactly. So it's serious. I mean, this is, we kind of joke around and we laugh, we, you know, are kind of silly and stuff with our jokes and stuff during the podcast, but it is a serious conversation and things can, it's, it's definitely something to think about because it can be the bond in this lifestyle that you give to your partner. And then you're, it's like, you're breaking your word. Yeah. I mean, and, and we've also, you know, we've also seen where 
you talk to your partner and they're like, hey, you know, I'm, I really want to talk to this other individual. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't give you the car blanche to go and sleep with the other individual. That gives you the car blanche to, that gives you permission to go and talk. To the <laughs> other right. Yeah. Have a conversation to start. I, but I've also seen scenarios where there was play happening mm-hmm. and someone was encouraging another person to break their boundary. So we have, we have multiple couples playing in an orgy situation and mm, there's a, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Matt's gone. He's, he's gone off boundaries and now we're thinking about orgies. It's all going to switch now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. We talk about that stuff and sometimes my mind just goes there. Does it just go there, darling? It does. does it? Yeah. yeah. You want to go do that? Mm. <laughs> you, you are something so <laughs> yes there was there was a situation like this and one there are two people playing we all know the boundaries involved one person encouraged the other to break that boundary and then they did because peer pressure is a thing it is a thing and right? especially you know i in you wouldn't think peer pressure would come into this but it does it, it really does. I mean, especially in the moment. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if there's alcohol on board or if even if there's not alcohol Sometimes on board. Sometimes it's just excitement. It's, it's excitement and adrenaline. adrenaline and yeah. You get wrapped up in the moment and one thing leads to another and the next thing you know, wham. Wham. You've broken your boundary. And then that's a crisis for, you know, multiple people at that point. It's It's the couple that made the boundary. They're having a crisis. It's the other couple with the person who encouraged the breaking. Like, why would you do this? Why would you say that to that person? Right. So you've got a lot going on there, layers and layers of uh, conversations to be had there. But I think that you'd have to ask yourself, you know, is this, is this forgivable? Do we're all human. We do make mistakes. And sometimes we do get you know, a little bit pressured or a little bit stressed on something and we just make a split second decision and it's not always the right one. Right. So I think you'd have, for me personally, I would have to look at why did it get, why did that boundary get broken and what are the circumstances that led? And then ask myself, well, is the source thing? Can, you know, can that be forgiven? And can, can we say, okay, this happened, but there were extenuating circumstances and this is why. Right. So, and, and accidents happen. They do. I mean, so, and that's something that you do have to realize. Or maybe I should say lapse of judgment. <laughs> that's probably a better word. Yeah, that's probably judgment can be can be an interesting thing. So that's uh, definitely things to keep in mind about boundaries for sure. So this actually is we're going to we're going to change subjects on you guys just a tiny bit. Um, this is the end of season one. For Matt and I. So we would like to thank all of our listeners and everyone who has downloaded and enjoyed our podcast up to this point. Yes, we are uh, going to cap it. This is episode 18. <laughs> 18. But we are at our six-month anniversary. Yes. And so we decided that at this stage, we're going to start season two. And we have some changes and some more fun things coming up. Yes. Uh, so we're hoping to start season two off with a bang and we oh, hope that kind of bang? a good bang. Really, what kind I'm of... a good bang. I, I know. <laughs> if any, last night was any. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, 
So, yes. So look forward. <laughs> Wait, Julie, turn it. I I am fifty thousand shades of red at this point. Redheads, Matt. You got to remember this. I, yeah, yeah. Oh my Your god. I know, red, right? right? And I'm wearing an orange sweater because I just can't win today. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but. We are going to have some really fun stuff coming up. I hope that all of you will come back and join us for season two. And I'm really looking forward to some new direction and some fun new things. Yeah, we're going to do we're going to do some fun things for you guys and kind of give you we're going to kind of enhance our social media preference. We would love to hear from our listeners more and we want to make it easier for you guys to be able to reach us. Yes. And we also want to roll out a few new things on our website. Yep. And so there's going to be some some fun stuff. And maybe, maybe if you guys are very, very good, you'll learn a little more about us. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thanks for listening to American Polly.